You're listening to Blue Collar CEO, the podcast that's all about helping you build a better, more profitable, and more sustainable home service business. Each week, we'll cover a different topic that will help enable your company to move forward to success. And here's your host, Ryan Redding. What is up, Blue Collar CEOs? It is Ryan and great to be with you here today. Having a really good conversation with Lauren Acosta Huckleberry. Lauren is the president of Acosta Heating, Cooling, and Electrical. Uh, they're a multi-trade company, obviously, uh, and they have a really unique mindset about how they grow and develop technicians. There's a lot of really good things that come out, out of this conversation, especially like how they look to continue to evolve their skills, their knowledge, and continue to get better. Let's hop in. Let's introduce you to Lauren. Lauren, I am so glad we're able to get you on the show today. I'm really looking forward to to having this talk because I think it's really important. I think you have a good perspective on it. But I guess first, for those who don't know who you are yet, let's maybe just start there. Who are you? What do you do? Sure. So I am the president of Acosta Heating, Cooling, and Electrical in Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, my father started the business 51 years ago. So last year was a lot of fun because we got to wow. celebrate 50 years in business. And uh, I mean, that's a big milestone. Yeah. Right? Good job. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all the credit goes to my father, really, for that. Uh, I've been around her in the business pretty seriously for, let's say, since 2008. So uh, what is that? You're getting close to 15, 15 years now. Um, that, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, growing up, I wasn't I wasn't really in the business when I was a teenager. He had me like filing and answering phones and some stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But I wasn't super you know, encouraged or pushed to to join the family business. I went off to college. I did my own thing for six years, worked for a marketing company. And then my dad offered me a job to come back and do sales for him. And he sent me to school all over again. He sent me to the local technical college here in the Charlotte area called Central Piedmont to take HVAC classes. He sent me to uh, Tyler, Texas, to the train factory to learn how to represent train equipment and how it's made and all of that stuff. And then after about a year, he finally let me out into the field. And that's where I started. I started on the sales side of the business um, and then slowly kind of worked me in to, to the office side. I think my first title in the office was junior vice president. Um, oh, that's a, that's a, that's a title. <laughs> I was the junior vice that's president. Seriously. Yep. Yeah, um, that's awesome. And um, yeah, I, in December of 2019, my dad finally retired. Um, and I, assumed the role as president. I found out through an email. He sent me an email where he oh. had um, filed with the Secretary of State of North Carolina to reassign me as the president of the business. And that was him. So cool. Yeah. Cool conversation, Dad. <laughs> Your dad's basically like, yeah. sucks to be you now. Peace <laughs> out from the ocean. Yep. That's kind of what happened, yep. isn't it? Something like that. Something like that. Yep. Well, that's so that's crazy. So what um, I mean, that's, that's, I love also that your, your background kind of like naturally, maybe, maybe for your dad, it was more intentional, but, uh, 
you were slowly pulled into different aspects of the business yep. and and you continued to like invest in yourself to learn more like academic knowledge yeah. and more technical knowledge so that you could understand fuller yeah. <laughs> the scope of the business, which is a really great call. Absolutely. Yeah. My dad's huge on education. Um, you know, he's, he's self-taught in a lot of things like, you know, we do HVAC and electrical work. Um, but he is like such a guru with all of that kind of stuff. Cause he's such a voracious learner. And so that was definitely the example that, that I got from him is if you don't know it, you can find it out. It can be found out. You can find. Yeah. That knowledge exists. You know, yeah. Yeah. And so that was, that was definitely the example that he said. So given that that's his example that he set, like one of the things that I know that's important to you is this idea of like growing techs, developing techs, especially in communities that, uh, that maybe not provide those sort of outlets. Like that doesn't seem like a natural option for people. Why is that? Why is that so important for you at Acosta? Well, I mean, honestly, it started from a really selfish place. <laughs> I, I will, we, I was tired of every summer having customers or, or new potential customers call us and be like, I need you. And just because we were in a position of such a lack of manpower, the soonest we could get to that person was like two weeks out. Right. And I was so tired of that being our story that like we could have had an even bigger summer if we had just had more people, right? Because um, I remember earlier in my time in the business, it could be as simple as placing an ad for a skilled service technician and there would literally be people come and show up at our front door. That time and that era um doesn't exist. And those people that were showing up on our front door, you know, they, they had, um, you know, 20, 30 years of experience, which was great, but it also sometimes was like 20, 30 years of bad habits, um, that it was hard to sort of fit into our culture. And it's so interesting hearing you talk about that. Cause what, like, I don't think a lot of people know this about me, but my dad had a pest control company for, oh gosh, my entire life that I can remember. And I remember the same thing, like pre-1990, I don't know, 1995, maybe. Like there's these old school business practices that totally worked. You get the biggest ad in the phone book. You put an ad newspaper and you're hiring people. Like all these things, you go, cool, great. And then the internet happened <laughs> and so many things change, right? The way you find talent, recruit talent, maintain talent. Uh, even even things like... uh the way customers talk now right because before then like cool you piss off one customer because you cut corners it's like whatever they're gonna tell their neighborhood yeah <laughs> you know but now all of a sudden you any any person with the smartphone can get on facebook and like blast to the world their opinion like so it's just so interesting how like even uh, the change of the internet and technology in general has influence like obviously your family's business and um, mine so like so that's was that really the thing is you're just going I just need I just need better pipelines to reach these people because putting ads in the newspaper is no longer an option. Yeah, yeah, I was uh, I was tired of doing our business plan each year and really sort of strategizing and planning out the year and just realizing that our growth was so limited by how many people we had on our team and um 
we've done it different ways. We've had, you know, a full-time trainer on staff with like an apprenticeship class. Um, and it, it can work that way. It, it didn't end up working out that way for us, but it can work that way. It can look like, you know, just having somebody ride along, you know, beside, you know, one of our technicians for six months and getting them to sort of absorb it by just watching it. But what has been the most successful for us is a combination of like an e-learning strategy partnered with a ride-along strategy. Um, And I can't even take a lot of credit for it. I just started reaching out to other friends of mine that own businesses and asking them, hey, what are you guys doing? What's working? And then just doing that. That's kind of for a lot of what we've done as, as I've been in a, in a position to be able to run the business is not been like, Ooh, let me try and like reinvent the wheel and create this whole new thing. Like, no, there's other people out there that are doing this. Well, let me go find out from them. What are they doing? And that's, you know, some of what I learned from my dad uh, when we're talking about, you know, him being a voracious learner is that somebody's got the answer. Let's just call them and figure it out. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's so true um, that there are, most problems that most people face, there's someone else who solved it better, faster, more elegantly. Yep. Uh, no matter how crazy a scenario might feel, there's somebody else who's gone through something nearly identical. Um, and yeah, take advantage of learning from it. You don't have to. And that's, I think for me, I don't know if you would agree. I feel like one of the cool things about the trades in general is that in, as a rule, I feel like people are really helpful. They're really collaborative. If you have a question with something about, what do you think about this? Or how should I do this? Like people are happy to help. Uh, if you're in the same market, no, probably not. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, right. You know, it's like, no, 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 no. You go screw up your own business. Yeah. Thank you. Um, but if you're like in the general population around the interwebs, they're, they're super helpful. And so I love that people like your dad just had this kind of oriental mindset, not oriental, like orienting yeah. mindset of, uh, let's go ask, let's go learn. Let's go we don't have to be wizards here. We don't have to struggle. Let's just figure out what these other people have done and recreate it. And there's been like two organizations that have been really instrumental in being able to create those partnerships and people to learn from. And so for me, those two organizations have been um, Nextstar, the Nextstar Network mm. um, is a yep. you know fantastic coaching and training organization, but <laughs> it is also a big networking organization. And so a lot of the things that I've struggled with, I have been able to find answers by just reaching out to other people within the Nexar organization. Um, and then PHCC specifically like the state of North Carolina, their PHCC organization for me has been really, really great. They've got a great focus on apprenticeships and, and growing. And um, I like being in the know of what the heck is happening in North Carolina and PHCC in North Carolina has definitely helped me with that. Both of those really great organizations and I'll, I'll put both, PHCC and Nextstar yeah. in the show notes too, because those are both great companies. Yeah. If if somebody is listening to you and maybe uh maybe they're like they they admire what you're doing, they admire the way you're thinking about it and the way you're going, but maybe they don't know how to get started. Maybe they feel stuck in the way things have always been. What are there a couple of things you could say to someone like that to help like encourage them to follow a similar sort of path? So do you mean like in running the business or getting into the trades? 
Well, ooh. Let's assume let's assume it's the business because most people listening to the show, they're already in the trade. Right. Like that's why they're on blue collar CEO. So let's let's assume like they're working on the business side. They're trying to make business decisions, like learn new skills that they don't have, all the things that you've kind of been built a career on, essentially. Yeah. So it was like so scary to me, um, the idea of like running the business and being in charge of the success of the business and it like really being on my shoulders. And so long long before 2019, you know, before my dad officially made that transition, there had been discussion about it, right? He didn't just drop it on my lap through an email. Um, But one of the things that, you know, he realized that I was really excited about was growing the business. I, um, you know, he has done it in different ways and has done new construction and been like, never doing that ever again. (laughs) Um, And he's, he's, uh, he's done commercial construction. He's done a lot of things with all his years of experience, but I felt like I was at such a deficit because I didn't have his Mm. 50 years of experience of trial and error. And so he, he recognized that he saw that and he wanted to put me in connection with organizations that could help me with that. And so uh, a friend of mine who has a business in the Fayetteville area encouraged my father and I to check out uh, Nextar. And my dad is one of those really slow to decide kind of people, right? Like he really has to research it and look at it from a bunch of different angles. Um, And so we were evaluating joining one of these uh, coaching and training networking organizations. And then there's a couple in the pipeline that we were taking a look at. And we went to a Nexstar event is what an event they call their super meeting. And uh, it was the end of the first day. It was like a three day event. It was the end of the first day. And he like whips out his wallet and like hands it over to the lady. And I was like, we're doing it. And I was like, I was in, you know, total disbelief. It was so, it was so yeah. out of character for my dad to make a decision that quickly on something. But he saw what this coaching and training could really do to propel us. And um you know, it hasn't all been sunshine and roses. Like you can't just join Nextar and then, yeah. you know, it's, you've got an amazing organization. It's a lot of hard work, but finding mentors, finding coaches, finding other people that have been through what you have been through um, or are going through currently, like to me is so helpful. Uh, like right now, right now in our business, one thing that I feel like I don't have the level of expertise on is, you know, best accounting practices, best controlling Mm. practices to make sure that our expenses stay in check. And like, what are the processes to make that happen? So like, I just reached out to some of my next coaches and said, who should I talk to? Who should I go visit? Who does this really well? And I get to call those people and reach out to them and, and find out. And, you know, the, Next, our coaches are, are and, and that organization is is pretty mindful of like not giving you your direct competitor or you know advising you to go talk to your right. direct competitor because right. like you mentioned earlier you know within the same market people you know not always as kind yeah. and sharing yeah. um, or kind kind is maybe not the right word but nonetheless um, and so that for me is something that I want to get better at I want to 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 learn and so. I just want to talk to other people who are doing it well. Yeah. And what's, I, what I also think it's kind of cool about the way I don't, it doesn't sound like you're 
you're like you're being like really intentional about this, but it seems like it's like accidentally happening this way that so much of the path to your personal success yeah. and the business business's personal success has been through other I'm gonna say other who's right. It's not from like hows and what's yeah. it really is finding who's to help give you guys their knowledge, their experience, put their insights into play. Yeah. When you when you access the right who's, all the other things are yeah. are simple almost. Yeah. Um, see, but it's really cool not, how you think about it. Uh, it's not uh, what you know; it's who you know, or something like that. You know the the yeah, yeah, statement. Yeah. I don't know. There is you know obviously there's some level of truth to that. Um, but for me, like I I do want to learn. I am you know one of our core values as an organization is that we are ever evolving. Right. We've got three core values, but one of them is ever evolving. And for me, I, in a, in my previous career, prior to coming into, into the trades, I uh, had a manager who just drilled into me that you are either green and growing or you're brown and dying. And there's nothing in between. And I think about that really all the time, especially even as a leader, right? Like how can I be expecting the people within my organization to be growing and evolving if I'm not doing it myself, right? Like I have to be that example of learning and growing and seeking knowledge um, for them to want to and see the example of doing that. Right. No, totally. hundred percent. And that's, I think, a consistent leadership theme too, right? Yeah. Like you embody the values you want. You support and condition the values you want. Yeah. Uh, what is it? You cultivate what you celebrate. And so when you're always doing these best practices, you're finding people who are smarter than you, more established than you. Like yeah. you, you are comfortable with saying, I don't know all the answers. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Like that creates a really good dynamic. It's, it's so cool. Like just some of the things you guys are putting into play and thinking about this. And so I'm curious, and Nextstar is a great organization. You mentioned them, yeah. like a lot of, a lot of the people on the show has been Nextstar. I think we've had some Nextstar coaches on too. Yeah. But I digress. Yeah. If somebody wants to talk to you about like your experience, yeah. your struggles, yeah. any sort of insights to, if you're a who for someone listening, how might they reach you? Um, so, I mean, obviously email is one of the ways. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm just like a lot of other business owners. I get 6 million emails um, a day, but uh, Lauren at Acosta Inc.com is my, my email address. And I, I like sharing. I, um, you know, when you're talking to somebody who's wanting to learn more about what you're doing or how you're being successful, like it forces you to have to do some self-reflection that helps you to do some self-analysis and figure out like, does, is what we're doing the best practice, right? And so I, I generally am pretty open to sharing. I, I am probably one of the, the less guarded ones in my marketplace as far as sharing what we're doing. Hmm. Um, but I learn a lot from it when I'm sharing. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's the, I think a lot of people are surprised when you go into sharing or teaching. Like if you have a chance to mentor a group of people, most people I think would be surprised to find out how not only like rewarding, like emotionally rewarding, but how much it challenges your knowledge because now you have to be able to explain what you think and what you do and behave. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's uncomfortable for a lot of people. Yeah, it can be. It can be. Um, 
I'm a little bit more of, if not a lot more of an extrovert, right? Mm-hmm. I, I do like sharing and I do get energy from being around um, others and sharing. And so for me, that's, you know, part of why, why I enjoy it as much as I do, because I am more of an extroverted, you know, person. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And there's, and obviously having both types, like you being an expert, I'm personally an introvert. Yep. Like together, they're really good combos. Absolutely. Uh, Lauren, you have some really good insights. I'm going to make sure your email address is in the show notes. Okay, cool. Um, I, I know you're crazy, crazy busy. Thank you so much for stopping by. This is a lot of fun. Absolutely. This episode was hosted by Ryan Redding, author of the book on digital marketing for plumbing and HVAC contractors and founder of Levergy, the digital marketing solution for serious home service companies. You can subscribe to Blue Collar CEO on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Visit us online at bluecollar.ceo and find us on Instagram. And don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back next week with another awesome episode. See you soon.